Hello and welcome to the CRA Market Insights Podcast, where we are joined by Claire Wang, Selena Q, and Carla Guerrero, who share their experiences as summer interns at CRA. At the time of this recording in the summer of 2023, Claire Wang and Selena Q are both life sciences interns in San Francisco. Claire is a Master of Public Health student at Yale University and had previously completed her bachelor's degree in biology at Boston College. Selena Q is currently pursuing her bachelor's degree in chemistry at Brown University. And Carla Guerrero is an associate at CRA, having joined us full-time in January 2023 after completing her internship in the summer of 2022 and graduating from UC Berkeley with her Master of Public Health degree specializing in epidemiology and biostatistics. I sit down with Claire, Selena, and Carla to learn about their perspectives on maximizing their time in the internship role coming up on the CRA Market Insights Podcast. The opinions expressed are those of the author and do not necessarily reflect the views of Charles River Associates, its clients, or any of their respective affiliates. This podcast is for general information purposes and is not intended to be and should not be taken as legal advice. Claire, maybe we could start with you. Do you have any perspectives on new interns who will be starting next year and what they should be thinking about as they move into the internship program? So I feel like the first piece of advice I will give to the um, new interns will be reach out to people, like try to connect as many people as you can during your time at CRA. And also don't just limit yourself to the office where you are located, but also trying to reach out to people in other offices and get to know what kind of projects they have and also just get to know them personally. And from my experience here, I really enjoy talking to people in the San Francisco office, as well as I have got to know people in like Boston and New York, and just like really nice experience to see what kind of projects people are do, and also what do they do for their free time after work. So I think this is first advice I will give to all the newcoming interns. Yeah, and Claire, I think that's really valuable information, especially for new starters. Could you speak a little bit more about some of the challenges you faced in reaching out to people in other offices? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I feel like the best way is to talk to your PDM or your onboarding body to say if they can recommend some names for you to talk to. So personally, I have talked to my PDM and she has recommended a few names. And also for one of my projects, there is actually also an analyst from the Boston who is working with me. So what I did was that I just kind of like randomly told her I, I wanted to know more people in the Boston office and she's been really nice and supportive and she just introduced a lot of her friends in Boston to me so I feel like finding this mutual connections is a really great way to start building connections with people like in other offices. Thank you very much I think that makes a lot of sense um, and we may come back to you in a bit Claire. Selena I wanted to also get your thoughts on the same question. Yeah, for sure. And I definitely agree with everything Claire has said. I think one of the biggest takeaways for me was trying to be as proactive and taking as much initiative as possible outside of my major projects or anything that I'm staffed on. So what Claire was talking about a bit a little earlier about reaching out to different people in different offices and practices, but also being able to be exposed to a variety of different project types. So maybe asking your onboarding buddy if you can shadow one of their project calls to understand say, if you're staffed on like a commercial strategy project to understand the other side of things like a PMA or, or any sort of non-life science projects as well. I think I would also recommend that interns taking advantage of all the resources that CRA offers its interns. So looking at LinkedIn learning courses or all the trainings that CRA has on its website and central repository, the Cube. I think that was definitely 
one of the most valuable experiences for me, just learning how to get more familiar with Excel, for example, or learning even good types of questions to ask, which is one of the LinkedIn learning trainings that was recommended to us interns. So I think just being able to take advantage of everything that you have been offered and taking initiative and being proactive in that way. Yeah, and Selena, I'm, I'm really intrigued by this idea you bring up about taking advantage of the multitude of resources we have here at CRA. And in thinking about that, there's a lot to unpack, I imagine, when you first start and certainly a lot of different teams that work here within CRA and different categories of training. You know, we have our lunch and learns internal <laughs> programs and, you know, the like, and you're mentioning LinkedIn learning as well. And I, I think I could think of a few others, but could you give me a sense of how you kind of navigated those different resources and opportunities here? And certainly in the internship program, there's a finite amount of time that we have to dedicate to in training and such. Could you give me a sense of how you navigated that and from like a time management perspective and where you focused your efforts? In terms of managing time and where to focus efforts, I think it's important to just do an exploration of all the resources out there at the start of your internship and look into the ones you'd be most willing to invest your time into. And I think even if you have like 10 minutes in between project calls or after lunch, it's still a great time to hop on to watch the rest of the recording that you might have missed or to look at some of the other resources CRA offers. I think it's definitely a little bit of a challenge learning to juggle your time between, of course, dedicating a lot of your time and effort towards your project work or other internal initiatives that you may be staffed on, but also knowing when to sort of take a break from that. So maybe watch like 20 minutes of a training video and to sharpen up your skills as well, which could also help you be more productive in the day-to-day -day tasks that you're assigned to. So I think that there's plenty of opportunity for interns to be able to do that and learn for their own professional growth as well as contribute to CRA's client base and or internal initiative efforts. Thanks for that, Selena. I wanted to go back and ask another question to you both. And this is a little bit more pointed around asking the right questions and having the confidence to speak up and voice when you're not sure about something. You know, I could certainly appreciate how when you first start, you want to demonstrate your value and your worth and your expertise and your knowledge while also acknowledging the fact you don't have a lot of expertise and knowledge in these areas yet, right? I'm curious, like, you know, how did you guys approach that from your perspective? I'm curious how you guys think about that and what your approach was this summer to asking the right questions and just uh, having the confidence to do so. So this is also something I was like kind of exploring, like how to uh, ask questions, like how to speak up during like internal meetings. And so as many people have like told me, there are like no dumb questions in consulting. And I feel like especially for someone new in consulting, people are not expecting you to understand everything in the project. And uh, speaking to my own experience, I was staffed on a pricing and market access project, which was kind of a little bit overwhelming for me at the beginning. What I I did was that I tried to ask my project manager like different types of questions in our one-on-one -on -one meetings and also of course I spent a lot of time studying the background materials just to make sure all the questions I asked were kind of to the point and later I just tried to speak up more in our internal meeting and also to show that I have tried to understand the materials and also there is an another analyst on our team and sometimes we kind of have like similar 
similar questions. So if one of us is like brave to ask that out, we're also doing this for like each other. So I think as for like asking questions, it's really a process. Like you need to take some time to understand the materials first and then try to maybe speak to people individually about some questions. And then you can kind of move on to ask the questions during an internal meeting and speak up more. So I think definitely um, just take it slowly and uh, use this step-by-step process and don't push yourself too hard to ask a question during the first client meeting and just take it gradually. Yeah, I think that Clara's raised some really good points about learning to speak up and being brave to ask questions. I think one, this is actually one of the personal goals that I set myself at the start of my internship just being able to speak up when I have questions and knowing to ask earlier rather than later. I think keeping in mind that when you're confused, the best thing you can do is clarify that and ask is really important because if you're confused and you don't ask, it could leave you being confused for like days or weeks and that can eventually get back to you in a negative way. And so I think the faster that you can get your questions clarified, the better that shows um, and the better you can perform in your tasks and your responsibilities as well. I think for me, something that I did if I was really feeling nervous, like my palms are really sweaty and if I knew I had to ask the question was just to force myself to do it. I would look at the clock and say, there's 10 more minutes left of this meeting. If I don't ask now, like when will I ask, right? And so just forcing myself to do that when sometimes it was really hard to take that step was really helpful for me personally. I think of myself as like someone who is a little nervous to ask questions and speak up in big public settings. And so that was something I wanted to work on this summer. And I'm really glad that I pushed myself to do so. And I think as Claire said, it really does get easier as time goes on. If you're able to speak up in an internal discussion, maybe next time you could speak up in an office meeting and then build your way slowly up to a client meeting and giving your ideas and feedback as well. Carla, I wanted to shift over to you. And for those of you listening in, Carla was actually one of um, San Francisco's interns last summer. And she graciously joined full time as an associate this year as well. Carla's coming at this from a you're, you're coming at this from a little bit of a different you know perspective. You know you you've had the experience of an intern, and you know now you ha- kind of have a, a a more of a future looking view um, as Celine and Claire are looking towards you know the next steps of their career. And you know certainly whether they you know start with us full time or you know at, in another role full time. I was hoping to kind of get your perspective on the next steps coming in terms of what you think about for best practices, especially when you transition from being an intern to working here full time. How did that mindset sort of shift for you? Yeah, thank you, Michael. I think these are really important questions and um, I appreciate you asking them. I think to start off when thinking about next steps, I think I was very intentional and my PDM was very intentional in terms of like setting up different conversations and just really working through what my professional development goals were and making sure if I did take the role at CRA, it would align with those professional goals and I would have the opportunities that I was actually seeking. So I appreciate that. And I think that was an important factor that led up to my decision and just making sure that this was the right fit for me in different levels. And I think in terms of transitioning to a full-time employee, uh, the biggest shift was just like the level at which you approach a project and your different responsibilities. So I think as an intern, the expectation is that, you know, you come in every day and your project managers kind of tell you what they want help with or need support on. And you stand out as an intern if you are just one step ahead of that. And you're able to, you know, anticipate what the next task might be. That's 
that's already standing out as an intern. But I think as a full-time employee and as an associate, you need to take it like a level beyond that and challenge yourself to think about the project as a whole, how the different things that you're working on contribute to the final deliverable and how these different tasks tie into the key objectives of the project and really making sure that the project is delivering on addressing those client needs and answering those key business questions. I think the challenge is just really stepping out of like the day-to-day operational and thinking about the work that you're doing more holistically and at a more strategic or higher level and challenging yourself with the more project experiences that you gain to think about it that way. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. It's definitely valuable to be thinking about. If I think back to early in my career, those are definitely attributes that served me well, thinking about next steps and anticipating. I mean, you know, one key objective of ours as consultants is trying to anticipate our clients' needs, but it's also when you're a junior, the internal project team is your client in a way. And so you need to anticipate their needs. This was a question that actually just occurred to me while you're speaking, Carla, but in this decision now to eventually join us full time, I was wondering if there was ever a moment during the internship or maybe can give some advice to those entering the internship program for next year. What should they be looking for in terms of whether they feel consulting is a good fit for them, whether CRA is a good fit for them. I think everybody's situation is unique and they all have their own priorities and, and objectives out of a career path. But kind of curious, well, what was important for you and what were you looking for and what did you see during your, your internship that was the spark to say that, you know, I think this could be a good fit for me. What should the future interns be thinking about? Yeah, thanks, Michael. That's a really good question. I think it's kind of unique in the life sciences consulting space, because going into it as an intern, you're probably from like a STEM background and chances are consulting is not the only option or the only career path you can take. Um, And there are very different things you could do. You could go into research. You could be thinking about grad school. You could be thinking about an industry job, or you could be pivoting into like something completely unrelated and just go like straight business, for example. So I think like the first step is just figuring out if this is work that interests you and if it's the right industry or if if it aligns with your long-term goals. And if you're still figuring it out, I think that's when a lot of people like to stay in consulting because they do want to get sort of industry exposure, but not get too deep into the weeds and still have good exit opportunities if they do want to go to grad school or a different position later. So I think the first step was just figuring out what I wanted to do next, if there was like a long-term goal. And I think after that, in terms of once I narrowed it down to staying in consulting and deciding whether I wanted to stay at this firm or another firm, there was a lot of different factors that I was thinking into it. One of it was just the size of the firm and that kind of plays into what your role might be in your office and how much you might be seen or how much your present might be valued at your office. And so I knew I wanted to go somewhere that was more mid-sized for that reason. And it also plays into what kind of projects are being sold and what kind of work you have opportunities to do. So I knew I wanted to stay at mid-sized firm for that reason. And I think CRA compared to its direct competitors, it just stood out to me because I had been here for a few months. I knew everyone and I felt like this office specifically was offering me like really good professional development opportunities. And I knew everyone was very supportive of my career development. So I felt like I would be supported here, perhaps more so than a different company where I had no idea what the culture might be like or 
what the kind of projects that they would be working on might be on. So I think like on the risk of like working at a different competitor firm that has the exact same offerings in some regards, I just felt a lot better with my decision on CRA. Thanks for sharing that. Well, that, those are all the questions I had for our panel today. Any parting thoughts, anyone? I think one thing that I would say to people who are considering applying either to an internship or full-time is just definitely look on the CRA website, speak to people to get the vibe of whether CRA might be the place for you. And if you're still wondering, I would say just do it because for everyone I've met at CRA has been super nice and supportive. And I've also been curious to learn about what the environment at other offices and what the projects are like. And everyone's been more than willing to chat with me, even that sort of talking to me at like 6 p.m. UK time or 8 a.m. in the morning for them. That was just one thing that I noticed that everyone was super supportive and willing to chat with me about their day to day, even if it meant taking time out of their busy day. And so I was really appreciative of that and really do think that Sierra is a really friendly and welcoming place. Yeah, I think kind of thinking about the last question that we were just talking about, Michael, something that has stood out to me as really good advice from like the mentors in my life. It's just that if you're thinking about going into consulting because you have some interest, like the internship is the perfect opportunity because you can have a chance to do the day-to-day work life and get to know what that might look like, but not really commit yourself to the role. And when you do find yourself liking it, if you do, and you're thinking about, you know, going into this full time, I think another piece of good advice is it can feel like a very stressful decision when you're like deciding whether or not to like recruit or stay there or like a decision between offers. And at the end of the day, it's not marriage. You're not locking into your, to a full life commitment and you can change your mind down the road, or you can learn other things and decide to stay longer than you had initially thought. So I think it's just, you can relieve that stress from yourself and just kind of take it as it goes. And your career is going to develop and change in a lot of different ways that you don't expect anyway. So I think just kind of like taking that stress off of yourself and like letting yourself make decisions that you're not a hundred percent sure about is going to be really good advice. There's no need to lose sleep over something. You probably won't be a hundred percent certain about anyways until at some other point when new data comes up or new information comes up that changes your perspective. Uh, so I feel like definitely for people who are considering apply for uh, CRA. So as uh, Selena has uh, talked about before, it's definitely important to like reach out to people at CRA and talk to them to get a sense of what it's like to work at CRA. But at the same time, I feel like if you really want to know what it's like at CRA, you should come here and experience it yourself. Because before I started my internship, I didn't know what's like waiting for me but after I started I felt like my uh, two months here was like beyond my expectation it was like so incredible and the people I met here are so supportive and they are not just like good uh, co-workers but also good friends for your life and then another thing I really appreciate about CRA is like the kind of mentorship it, it's providing for all the new hires so I feel like personally uh, my pro- uh, professional development manager has like helped me a lot along my internship And also, if you reach out to other people in the office, they are also super open to give you feedback and also give you really helpful tips along your career development. If anyone is like ever thinking about applying to CRA, I'll just encourage you to do that and say it yourself. Well, thank you all so much for joining us today, Claire, Selena, and Carla. I'm sure that this advice will be really helpful for the intern starting next summer, and we really appreciate your work here. We certainly wish you the best of luck wherever your future careers take you. 
Claire and Selena will be returning to CRA after their graduation to join us full time. That's all for this episode. Thank you to Claire, Selena, and Carla for their time and perspectives. We'll see you next time.